0: hello there and welcome back to talking shit with a yank and a brit i'm the brit she's the yank here we are talking
1: like skanks (laughs) that's the only thing i can think of that rhymed with yank It's honestly, it's true. So it's perfect. So we do talk like skanks (laughs) and skunks. I'm really glad that we don't have skunks in this country. I know. I, as soon as I said it, I was like, Oh, let's talk about your lack of skunks.
0: Well, (laughs) it's a weird reference, but when I play Sims sometimes, uh, my dog always comes back stinking of skunk and I have to bath them all the time it's really
1: irritating and I'm like that's that doesn't happen here but I'm glad it doesn't happen there just in the virtual world um I I might have told you this story before but I think it was one of the first times the old Nige came out to visit and we drove somewhere and I'm pretty sure like a skunk sprayed or got hit by a car and therefore its scent got released and he's like someone's smoking a doobie and I was like no I think that's probably a skunk and he's like what and I was like yeah, like the animal, the skunk. He's like, what? <laughs> and it does kind of smell a little bit pot which is oh, why we really? probably refer to, you know, like that's some skunky yeah. meat or something, you know?
0: <laughs> well, I always wondered why it was called skunk. And now I know. That is why. Today yeah. I learned. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Learn something new from Kate every day. <laughs> Very helpful information, too, for your life. You're going to go okay, far with yeah. that, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Life changing info. Yeah, it really is. Um Yeah, all right.
0: Had a busy week. Um it's still winter. Which sucks. Had had a brief moment of sun earlier and it was it was almost life changing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh my god, sunshine. <laughs> but it's gone now and it's it's a grey, um gray evening again.
1: It's been raining you, for like a week. Mm. You must have a light on in your office because I thought you were sitting in sun, but what time is it there uh, oh, uh, yeah i suppose you probably stop nice. a daylight right
0: yeah that is th- the good thing is that the sun is going down later and later mm-hmm. but before mm-hmm. you know it oh it's gonna be up till nine o'clock
1: do you guys subscribe to the whole groundhog's day bullshit in what context what do you mean well like Groundhog's Day. Do you guys talk about Groundhog's Day? Do you guys like pay attention to whether or not it's a shadow or not? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't think so. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So February 2nd is known as Groundhog's Day. There is a movie called Groundhog's Day, which is related a little bit to it, um, but not really. I mean, it's about other things. But Groundhog's Day is a tradition here. We're on the 2nd of February. Puxtani Phil and that's like the main one uh, you know uh, he comes out of his hole and if he sees his shadow and is scared and goes back into his little den then that means we have six more weeks of winter and if he doesn't then that means we have an early spring and he's right about 40 percent of the time which still is just random <laughs> but it's a tradition that we honor and I'm like he's right half you know, the time <laughs> yeah well, like and less than half I've never in my life was like oh thank god he didn't see a shadow like that mean like I've never put any stock in it <laughs> But this year, because we've had literally no snow in my neck of the woods and it's been really mild, like we had a few cold days this week. And as I was sitting in the training that I'm leading earlier this week, I looked at the window and I was like, is that snow? But when I left for the day, there was no snow on the ground. Um, (laughs) He didn't see his shadow this time around. So that means early spring. And I was like, good, because if that motherfucker saw a shadow, I would have been like, why is he trying to gaslight us when we are literally living in spring in January that's stupid (laughs) and I feel bad for him because it's just this poor groundhog you know that gets put in this hole and pulled out and all these reporters are around and you know oh he's a real groundhog there is literally a groundhog yes Pakistani pill yeah I can't believe you've never heard this before
0: (laughs) no this is mad
1: if you google it you'll see all about it and he i mean obviously this has been going on for years and years and years and years so like we've how been old is new, the groundhog or whatever year <laughs> been through many hog ground hogs ground hogs. there's been several <laughs> <laughs> so i just and it's it's quite sunny today it's not super warm but it's not cold either um and it's just like wow it's february and Basically, it's just been spring, mm. really. Yeah, I think mm.
0: we're gonna definitely get an early spring because we've already got daffodils well, you are. out. Groundhog here. said. Groundhog mm. said. Groundhog has spoken. Um, but yeah, there's already daffodils, which don't usually come out till like the end of March. Um, I saw some snowdrops as well, which indicate spring.
1: So yeah, global uh, warming that is plant? happening. Yeah. Not literal snowdrops. <laughs> no, they're like little white flowers. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, we don't have any flowers, but it does seem like our grass is. I just don't think it ever died, to be honest.
0: Mm. Does it die every year with the snow?
1: I mean, usually when there's snow and it gets cold enough for the snow to sit for a while, it. I yeah, it killed it. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'm worried about what this means, though, for our spring. If we don't have enough moisture to like kind of get the shit going again, like. Yeah, I don't know what it's gonna look like. It could be a really ugly, dry, dead spring and bad summer. Yay. Which just gonna show you that you need your seasons, folks.
0: I do I need to stop burning those fossil fuels guys? Mm-hmm. And With, all those all big
1: companies. Cars and the cow farts. It's ruining the environment.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we're pretty much near the threshold now, so yeah. unless something happens very soon, we're fucked. So <laughs> Welcome to the podcast.
1: <laughs> On that note, <laughs> um, you got, uh, you got any plans for uh, the old Valentine's Day this week with uh, good old Alan? Mm-hmm. Yeah? No? no? No. Not that you know of. He might surprise you. Maybe. He is the king of surprises. So. I hope it's more of a prank, to be honest. <laughs> That'll you hear that Alan prank time <laughs> Valentine's
0: prank, baby,
1: yeah, um
0: no, we talked about it, and we're non-believers of the Valentine's <laughs> tradition. Um, me too, so we're not really we're not really doing it. um I have bought him an offensive card though, and I said I'd like to do that
1: I mean take advantage of that, I guess, mm. right? <laughs>
0: it's a nice excuse to yeah abuse someone you know? <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> I say me too, and not us too, because <clears throat> excuse me i I do think that Nigel maybe likes to give a little card or something, do something nice, which is lovely. I don't mind, but I always forget about it, and then I'm like, "Fuck, <laughs> what do I do here?"
0: You're such oh, the man in the relationship. No,
1: it's true. I am. Hmm. I do wear a lot of pants, though. So wow, well, A lot of skirts, yeah. <laughs> But uh yep, it's coming up. I think my week's a little too busy and gotta I'm gonna be sucked into training again. So it's just like not even on my radar. But it is coming up. So to all you lovebirds out there who do believe in it, this commercialized holiday that has its roots roots in Christianity, then I you know, I hope you have a good day.
0: Mm, have a fantastic Valentine's Day and I hope you get your dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And who says we hate men every time we record? (laughs) It was a nice thing you just said. Exactly. Who doesn't want that? Speaking of dick sucking, I've got a story for... No, just kidding. (laughs) God, wouldn't that be... This is an XXX rated episode. We need Um, to give an explicit
0: language warning.
1: I mean, we haven't yet, but maybe we should start. (laughs) Um, I know we took a break last week because of a few reasons of my illness and your birthday. And sometimes I think it's good to just go back to what we know with just straight talking shit, less preparation. But I, you know, I did a little work today, good. this morning. Um, fucking time. God. And I'd like to tell you a tale. Ooh. Tell me a story of a woman of glory. Oh, my God. That was oh, perfect. That can you. be it. That can be our little intro to this <laughs> to this uh, segment. Um, yeah. So cue the, I don't know, whimsical, beautiful, magical princess music if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Because um, I'm going to tell you about the mystery of Dr. James Barry. <laughs> All right. So... James Berry was born in the 18th century and was known for being a successful medical surgeon in the British Army. Okay. Hang in there with me, okay? All right. It's going to pay off. He was also a soldier and, you know, kind of did all of those things too and went on to practice medicine for many years through the British Empire, uh, known with distinction for his work. And he eventually reached the rank of medical superintendent general, or in other words, head bitch in charge. Yep. And apparently participated in many duels of honor. Obviously one, because he had a long, successful life and career. And <laughs> w- when he died in 1865, the sources that I used described him as a confirmed bachelor. Oh. So, do you have any questions for me right away after I shared that? Just like a little yes. bit with you?
0: One. I'm, well, you said he died in the 1800s, so I'm assuming that's when this took place. Yeah. Two, the name James would imply that he's a man.
1: I also used the pronoun he a couple of times, mm. so yeah. Mm-hmm. Very astute and, you know, kind of observant of you. Thank you. Can't get anything by much. you, can I?
0: <laughs> no. That's why I'm in the career I'm in. So <laughs> um, So naturally yeah. you're
1: you're question is are we talking about a dude here yeah what's the deal a- man well uh you know after the good doctor died it was discovered that james was a woman <gasps> no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> tales <laughs> oldest <laughs> time <laughs> i wrote that done <laughs> right after that line <laughs> Nice. Oh, this is why we're friends and oh, doing yeah. this podcast. <laughs> so that's right. Dr. James Barry was born Margaret Ann Buckley. Um so you know, initial reactions to that is like, okay, we gotta like Mulan here, like a story like Mulan or something. What what's mm. the deal? And it's kind of wild. So I'm gonna tell you. I mean. Um she was born in County Cork, Ireland, around 1789, and uh, you know she was related to a famous painter. I've never heard of him, but his name was James Barry, um, famous Irish painter. Does that ring a bell? Never, me neither. It. Yeah. It's not really about him either, but cool. just fun fact. Famous, famous uncle. Um, he was well connected, wealthy, and heavily involved in Maggie's life, according to one source, along with other members of her family. Um, it was theorized that. Margaret or Maggie's grandmother who I guess was maybe the matriarch of the family which might track for our Irish families maybe the women are a little bit more like I'm the boss here which good for them yeah. um apparently she was like Margaret's gonna st- I can't do an Irish accent so I'm not going to try but Margaret's <laughs> gonna study medicine and everyone's like great idea grandma <laughs> Margaret's gonna study medicine great idea grandma Perfect. <laughs> and, uh, you know, even though everyone was like, yeah, that tracks, it, it, the reality is, is like, that's not a thing back then. Women don't mm. get to do that. So, kind of impossible, right? Yeah. You'd think. Well, that is where, you know, Dr. James Berry comes into play here because uh, they decided to rely on. You know, her uncle's connections and she and her mom moved to London to make this dream come true. Um, Also, just a side pivot, her don't know a lot about her dad in this story or her mom really, other than like mom was around. But what I read was that her mom was called Marianne and her dad was called Jeremiah. And uh, she was the second of reportedly Maggie was the second of reportedly three children, which we're going to come back to at the end of our story because it's important. But, uh, Maggie and her mom go to London because grandma said she's going to be a doctor. So, uh, to the, the big a- city, the big smoke. Yep. yep. And, uh, is that what London's called?
0: The big smoke. Yeah. It was back in, the, in those days. Because was- of like
1: industry. Yeah.
0: The industrial revolution turned everything yeah. black with coal and it was mm. horrible.
1: And everyone just had lung issues. Yeah. From then on out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So not super successful on the move okay. because they decided they had to leave London and set sail for good old Scotland. And
0: oh, okay, so they've gone Ireland, Scot, Island, London, Scotland.
1: Yep, just trying all the spots. Yep. Uh <laughs> just trying to look everywhere. Yeah, this is when good old Marge decided she needed to present as a boy and donned her disguise or appearance and took on a new name, her uncle's name. James, um,
0: Barry.
1: Yep. And it was theorized that her uncle and or his important network of friends uh, who she inherited following his death came up with this idea. Like, you got to be a dude. That's just the way it is, kiddo. Um, So she was like, you're probably right. We hate women. They won't let me be a female doctor. So I guess I'm going to be a male doctor. Her uncle had died, which is why she could take on his name. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of able to be like, yep, I'm his nephew. So and no one really question that because mm. I think enough important people were able to be like, oh yeah. Marianne had a boy. And yeah. they named him James after her brother
0: because and he's like, super famous know, and influential
1: yeah. Probably weren't many records back then or social media. So <laughs> you can get that kind of thing. <laughs> and probably you could just have the right people write the right paperwork, you know? Yeah. Um <clears throat> so she did this and she was able to enroll in the University of Edinburgh and yeah, started to study. Yeah, is that how you say it? Edinburgh? Edinburgh. <laughs> um. So, sorry, I lost my... Basically, this ruse worked. So she studied to become a doctor. People accepted who she was. Not without rumors, of course, but... Okay. Uh, because, obviously, despite making herself look like a man, dressed like Boy-ish. a man, she was... Yeah, she was small in stature, higher voice. Rumors were kind of like... Uh, is this this person younger than their stated age? Is this actually a little boy dressed or two little boys, you know, standing on top of each other dressed in a trench (laughs) coat kind of situation? Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, she she managed to get through college. She got to sit through her exams and stuff. But I think at one point they're like, you, we don't think you're old enough. So you're, we're not going to let you sit. And so, you know, eventually she finished school at the age of 22, qualified for her, you know, medical license or whatever, MD in 1812 was able to pass the examination for surgeons in 1813. <clears throat> excuse me. And then eventually enlisted in the army. And I don't know about you, but I had some questions about that. Yeah. I would have thought they'd do like a medical.
0: And they, obviously you're staying in like, well, I've never been in the army, so I don't know, but I mm-hmm. visualize that they all sleep in like dorms. Mm-hmm. Like Good in Like movies, mm-hmm. you
1: know? Good questions. Um, so yes, she, there was some sort of physical examination. And the question is like, well, how did you make that work? One theory is given the well-connected nature of her uncle and his friends group who were like kind of helping, you know, facilitate this ruse, um, uh, either managed to like doctor paperwork for her to be like, Hey, look, I'm, I didn't, you don't need to examine me, doc. I already did that. And here you go. Or. They had a man basically stand in for her during the examination mm. and get the paperwork and then swap or out again.
0: Or she fashioned a willy out of sausage.
1: Yeah. And doctors were so dumb back then. Yeah. <laughs> that thing you were just like, looks good. A little slimy, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Here's some meds for that. <laughs> um, so they're not really sure kind of how that happened but she she was able to enlist and uh I don't know if because of her role as like physician in the army she was maybe given a different accommodation than maybe the normal foot soldiers and maybe Mm -hmm. like there was a lot of different like the sources I read had a lot of contradictory or different theories about how things went down so it's possible that maybe even though she was like you're called a soldier even though you're the doctor, you know, but you yeah. don't actually have to go be with the soldiers. Well,
0: I know someone who's in the army and training to be one of the medical people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> medical soldiers, yeah. I guess. I don't yeah. know what it's called. Um, but he has to do the full army training. Yeah. But then obviously just won't get deployed Sense. onto, like, the front, line the front line to fight.
1: Yeah. It could have been different back in the 18th century, too, of they don't make him go through, like, basic or whatever yeah or maybe the physical examination while noting that she was a male or you know i'll probably vacillate back and forth between she and he um throughout the story but could have been like oh but that club foot's gonna make it real hard for her to do basic
0: (laughs) 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 i imagine she was probably just very well connected and all her
1: family were and they just you
0: know ticked the wrong box
1: Yep. Yep. That's my thinking too. Um, And so after kind of going through all of that, she was initially commissioned to be a hospital assistant at a facility in Chelsea before moving on to Plymouth where she was promoted to assistant staff surgeon. Eventually she, she, basically Gal continued to just be really successful. She got moved to India um before going to cape town south africa and then while serving in the military as a doctor she performed the first successful c-section where both mother and baby survived what that was in africa Uh, they even named the baby after her as james um because of that so like really keen on it
0: and so she really carried on the male persona then like i would have thought after she got in And was successful, maybe she'd let it slip a bit and
1: be like, I'm actually a lady! (laughs) Fooled you all! (laughs) And you have to accept me now. No, this ruse, as you'll hear, was maintained until her death. Crazy. Um, She was also very, like, progressive um in the way of being like medical care and handling of medical matters was fucked up and we need to change this while in africa she organized a better water system and like just treat she was like she didn't limit her services to like wealthy people she treated anybody who needed it poor rich slaves colonists whatever so like she was outspoken about that critical of like the institution she had a lot of people who were frustrated with her like annoyed by her and part of this makes me wonder if this was how she also maintained it because she was described as tactless impatient argumentative opinionated short-tempered and i'm like imagine what they would have called her if she was a woman i was just about to say that yeah yeah (laughs) and some say it was you know maybe because like that's the mannerisms she tried to adopt to counteract her short stature and like a lot of people were like mm. yeah she was effeminate but like we just sometimes there's effeminate men out there whatever that's it. and um, to be like respected as a yep, you know male masculine doctor yep Um, <clears throat> she eventually got sent to Canada where she became the inspector general of hospitals which I don't know if you know anything about that kind of title it's basically internal affairs of the I like that's at least what my understanding of it, it was I worked for the inspector general of the Peace Corps and law school for a bit. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like making sure programming and stuff <clears throat> went well, did investigations, internal investigations. So I always like to kind of describe it as internal affairs for any given organization. So mm-hmm. also not going to make friends in that role, really. No. Um, but continue to like, just try to make improvements for the poor and all of that and continue to just be promoted and serve the British army well. And, weirdly got into some trouble in St. Helena. And it, one source suggested it was because of internal politics, but she got arrested what? and still no one really figured what? out her true kind of like orientation or identity. Um, So she got sent back to Britain and was demoted to staff surgeon, but kind of just again, climbed the ranks and got promoted again after that little hiccup and continued to just work in like kind of advocacy and as a really like respected and revered doctor and surgeon. I already told you, you know, kind of how she was described by her colleagues. Um, she greatly annoyed them and was particularly so when she they would challenge her and her reactions to their challenges because she's like, "I know best. Do what I do. What I say." And they're like, "But what about this?" Apparently, would set her off. Um, but it was said that she was always just trying to greatly enhance the lives of her patients by insisting on better conditions for the poor. Fair. Which, like, I get it's one thing to maybe want to be a doctor and get that glory and stuff and, like, be successful for mm-hmm. yourself. But it sounds like she truly was, like, we we got to do better. Yeah. So... Actually like, get it. Yes, exactly. Um, I mentioned duels earlier. Yes. Which Well, so my knowledge about duels is kind of limited to Hamilton where, <laughs> you know, Hamilton and, uh, Burr had a duel, but like, I think generally it's kind of like symbolic where people face each other. And then like kind of when they're confronted, they like shoot somewhere else and whoever maybe like throws away their shot first is kind of the person who is either the chicken or whatever. But, yeah. um, so I don't know if if she actually engaged in true duels where it's like I mean, we're going to shoot each other and whoever like dies loses. That's what comes. Well, to yeah, I mean. it could have been guns. It could have been swords. I didn't look too much into that because there's wands. not a lot of information. It could have been wands. It could Maybe. have been. She was a wizard. He was. Yeah, it could have a feather dusters. Wizard. Yeah, I don't know. Um... Who knows? A duel of words. Yep. I'm going to I'm going to destroy you with my vicious rhetoric. Exactly. Um but like so she and I wonder if almost she felt like she had to do that just because like if I don't then I can't keep up this ruse very well because this is what men do they we have to fight now because we're mad Mm. at each other
0: (laughs) (laughs) I gotta pretend I got testosterone
1: yep but uh apparently she was also a teetotaler and a vegetarian which also annoyed people obviously yeah You're and she Irish and you don't drink what the fuck? Well, and I actually wonder. I mean, if her if she was going around saying I'm the nephew of the famous Irish painter James Barry, then obviously was Irish. But I actually wonder if she tried to assimilate even more by like being less Irish and more British, getting rid of her accent. Yeah, yeah. But she apparently got into it with the Florence Nightingale. What <laughs> even? Yeah, <laughs> they had some beef, and. uh Basically, uh, Florence wrote after Maggie died that I never had such a blackguard rating in all my life. I, who have had more than any women than from this Barry sitting on his horse while I was crossing the hospital square with my only only my cap on in the sun. He kept standing in the midst of the crowd of soldiers, commissariat, servants, camp followers, et cetera, et cetera, Everyone whom behaved like a gentleman during the scolding I received while he behaved like a brute. After he was dead, I was told that Barry was a woman. I should say that Barry was the most hardened creature I've ever met.
0: Mm. so she's a bit of a cunt
1: (laughs) (laughs) um but let's talk about her death now okay because that whole time living as living living as a man maybe people are like there's something a little off about dr james but good at his job maybe a bit of a dick but Mm. gotta respect it (laughs) yeah um she eventually retired and returned to England, dying the following year of dysentery. And apparently, Ew. this whole time, had a manservant named John and a dog. The manservant, um, I think, was Jamaica, a black man. There's Sacred a lover. Of I mean, there's nothing about any sort of romantic relationships or sexual orientation, kind of what people knew about her. Uh, so that's a good point. Um, but we don't know. Uh the birth certificate indicated male, and I think that was likely due to, again, connections. Had She obviously had a doctor friend who I think was able to kind of maybe treat her and keep the secret, like, knew who she was, and so it was willing mm. to, like, be her doctor. I think that person signed the death certificate and indicated male. Um, and the issue came about because a woman actually tended to Maggie's body after death. and unfortunately didn't say anything well not maybe not unfortunately but didn't say anything until after maggie's body was buried but basically said uh dr james is a woman um and not only that i think also gave birth at a very young age because i saw some stretch marks that are typical of pregnancy you know uh also just has a vagina and breasts. (laughs) Um, And this disclosure basically resulted in lots of controversy and debate because there are people who are like, no, no, I know Dr. James. And even though was odd, maybe a little feminine, short, uh, that's because I have firsthand knowledge that he was born prematurely and his mother died during childbirth. And that's why those are his features. Other people are like, I knew all along Dr. <laughs> Dr. James was <laughs> oh, a woman. Yep. And <laughs> this debate went on for years and years, and the British Army refused to release any records until 2008, when the papers were unsealed oh, wow. and an investigation occurred, which confirmed that, in fact, Dr. James Barry was Margaret Ann Buckley. What the fuck?
0: How old was she when she died?
1: Um, well, so the, they say she was born around 1789 and then died in 1865. So, oh, okay. old, yeah, 80s, so not young. 90s, yeah. Um and so once that was revealed there was a lot of groups, you know, and this is in 2008, so like modern day. Um there was historians and stuff who following the disclosure back in the 18th century kind of dissected the the claims that she was intersex or a hermaphrodite. Mm-hmm. Um and that uh, basically or trans I suppose a trans woman um, or trans man they basically said this is a sloppy explanation by men of the time to explain how she was able to persist because they struggled at the time to accept that this person, a female, was able to be so such a successful, successful. Doc- yeah. yeah, like it's just not possible, it's not possible <laughs> so she must be part man obviously <laughs> God. yep And it just was to undermine the idea that a female could achieve as much as Barry did. So, women can't be smart. They can't be doctors. She she mustn't be good doctors. (laughs) It's so annoying. Um, I already mentioned about like how other rumors were. Yeah, people noted the higher voice, the effeminate features, the small stature, but simply because they thought that James was trying to pass off as older, but was really a lot younger than his stated age. So, people weren't going there because i think they just couldn't envision that being a possibility you know Mm. um regarding the stretch marks that were noted by the woman who kind of tended to the body after death some historians have said that she gave birth at a very young age um and this was result of a rape by another uncle they're not suggesting that it was her uncle james just another uncle or Mm -hmm. an uncle um and so this is where I want to circle back to the thing about her siblings and her parents. Right. One source I read noted a third child suddenly appeared in the family. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and know. They called her Ju- yep. They called her Juliana and they presented this child as, you know, Margaret's sister. And so now there are some theories that maybe that was like the pregnancy, the birth, the child that resulted from the sexual assault. Yeah, Though there's not I really know. a lot of tangible evidence about that. But what did happen, or another theory is that following this, Maggie and her mom came back home and basically Maggie's mom was like, Hey hun, got a new baby. Got a baby <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, get the fuck out. And so Maggie and her mom left, went to London to seek help from her brother slash Maggie's uncle. And supposedly he actually turned them away. But what he did do was write in his will. Them to inherit, and that's how they kind of got the money and the network that they did. But he was right. actually not helpful to them whatsoever. Um There is also a belief that maybe the way Maggie's mother presented it to her husband was that she had an affair, and that's why he ousted her. And she mm. obviously took Maggie with in order to I, I'm sure she wasn't going to leave her, you know, and her or baby. even if she did <laughs> tell the truth that it was Maggie's. Yeah, he could have been pissed about that too. You know? Yeah,
0: back in those times in Ireland, it was very, you know, I mean, even up until recent days, it's
1: yeah, we got to keep this quiet
0: on to yeah, have a child out of wedlock and blame the victim,
1: blame yeah. your twelve-year-old daughter. This is her fault mm. for, and I also She's wondered if this uncle. Yep, and I was like, maybe this uncle was the dad's brother too. Mm, yeah, and mm. he's gonna maybe side with him instead yeah anyway Bastard. all of that is just yeah speculation more than anything else um but just wanted to note that because maybe uncle james actually was not that helpful and he was a bit more of a prick and did leave him some money but really wasn't like oh you know i'll take I'll you guys take in you and you help in, yeah yeah so what happened to uh, the kid um good question i don't know okay. hmm. because there was an older brother too who supposedly stayed with the dad But I assume they took the baby because why would the dad be like you if you had an affair? I'll keep this baby though. So I assume just got raised to a Catholic maybe, yeah, church. Yeah,
0: happened quite a lot in those days as well.
1: The other kind of noteworthy thing that came about upon this like unsealing of records was, you know, one group kind of. They started characterizing her as the UK's first transgender surgeon, which I think a case could be made that that's technically true, but I also think not in the way that we view that today. No. Um, because Maggie took on the name of James and lived her life as a man, never allowing anyone in a room while dressing, and there was never any like indication of a love life, sexual orientation, romantic partners, anything like that which to me tells me she was highly focused on her career Mm -hmm. and pursuing like the goals she wanted to pursue. So this choice to kind of live as a man was more a matter of convenience and a a vehicle to attain those goals, Mm -hmm. which is more about just having to deal with the like societal viewpoints and limitations at the time, rather than, you know, her maybe believing that she was born as a a female, but yeah, More identified with the male. Right? I think it was more common than we think back then as well. I've seen a
0: few programs and documentaries and even, you know, programs that are potentially fictional where women had to pretend to be men if they wanted a career or, you know, to be respected in a certain field. Mm-hmm. And even yeah. in um, things like sex work back in the day, women would often dress as boys for... The men that preferred that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it was quite a common thing because we couldn't do anything else.
1: Yeah, the other thing is is that she left instructions before she died that upon her death, there should be no examination of her body and that her body should be buried in the bed sheets without further inspection, which tells me it was more important for her, for her legacy to continue. Mm. As James, Dr. James Berry, the man, because, you know, some people be like, well, who cares after I die? But I think she felt that I've done all of this work only to have upon my death, have this all undone and scrutinized in a way. Yeah. Wasn't like wasn't worth it to her, you know? So uh, while I do think I don't, I, I don't think the language of transgender probably existed in her time, even though people... F- Felt that way. Like, you know, we're born one gender mm-hmm. and then m- felt more or the other, identified more or the other. Yeah. Same with like homosexuality that had to be kept secret. I just, those motivations and all of those things we do know about her tells me that it's not, she wasn't transgender in the modern sense anyways. But technically, if we want to, mm. you know, if she was pre- pa- trying to pass as a man, I suppose that yeah. could be a label ascribed yeah. to her. But I don't know. What the fuck do I know I wasn't there? <laughs> this is just okay. me speculating, really. Mm. <laughs> Um, oh, what a shame, like, she didn't write a diary or something. I know. And this is more of a coincidence than anything else, but it's kind of cool. The year she died was also the year the first female doctor in the UK, um, like, passed her boards.
0: Oh, so really?
1: It's hard to say she paved the way, because obviously she was living mm. as a man, but it's yeah. just the timing of, like, 50 years after she had been living her life that way and, mm. like, a woman finally was able to be called doctor, like, as a woman. Yeah, that's crazy. What a coincidence. Yeah.
0: So this investigation that came out in 2008,
1: sorry, was that by the Army? I think the Army unsealed papers, and then historians whoever maybe had a vested interest in like kind of learning more about this mystery investigated. So like investigation in the sense of people investigated the claim. Right. Rather than there was someone who's like we need to figure need this to out for perpy. Yes. Yeah. And you know, I think there's like I said there's not a lot because per early days there's a lot of speculation about that. And then, like, the people who helped her, there's a lot of, like, famous people that I haven't mentioned who really did help facilitate this ruse. Um, They were careful about it. And Mm. so they knew that they had to, in order for this to be successful, really kind of tighten probably the hatches. So it's just, like, there's not a lot of verification out there. And obviously everyone's dead. But it's it's interesting because this person (laughs) was able to live the majority of her life one way and have people convinced of this and it's just upon her death when someone actually could scope it out for real (laughs) it all came out but it was so hard for people at the time to accept Mm. that this could be true that they also had to make all these claims like you know intersex or whatever that I think yeah when when they're able to review it they're like let's find out for sure let's actually talk about whether or not a woman could be as successful as this person was purported to be.
0: It's crazy.
1: Yeah, it's a bonker story. Yeah. And when I came across it, I was like, I have to talk about her sometime. And I decided today was the day.
0: Well done. Yeah. That's awesome. Crazy. Well, Maggie. Well done.
1: You know. You pulled
0: the heist of the century. Yeah.
1: I think to the extent she really didn't want this to be uncovered, I, in mm. this day and age, I would hope, my hope would be that if she could realize that, like, people would be able to respect her as a really successful female doctor-surgeon, like, then it's okay. You know, it's okay that Mm. people know this about you now.
0: I'd want to do the opposite, if I were her. If like, on my death, tell everyone I was a woman the whole time. I
1: I think that given the era we were raised in, yes, that would be the natural (laughs) inclination. But I think back then it was so hard to envision that, like we would be here today in this circumstance. That she's just like, I have to, this has to go with me to the grave. Yeah. Oh, I hope she was happy
0: in her life.
1: Well, and if she did have a dalliance with her manservant, John, like good for her. She was able to Mm. get some love in her life. And, but if not, then I feel, I, I imagine it was probably a lonely existence.
0: Yeah. I mean I hope she had some friends. Hang you know, hung out in the boys' club. Telling well, or people who she could girls. at
1: least Yeah, be herself around too. And my guess is she mm. probably had to hang out with all her uncle's friends and they probably were pricks too. Yeah, I guess family. <laughs> I wonder what her family
0: thought, like. She
1: went back to Ireland and was like, Hello. <laughs> I guess James the question now. would be her mom obviously knew mm. don't know about her dad, but sibling maybe like, yeah don't know don't know mm.
0: crazy mm. well she could have been a good spy or an actress for sure
1: yeah yep definitely well. if you want to look up pictures of her um yes i mean it, she uh, i think she looks like a perfectly normal man i guess i don't really know what words to use but like i don't I didn't observe necessarily any – well, I think paintings, everyone looks effeminate, right? Yeah. Yeah, if you do Margaret Ann Buckley, I think you'll get some. Like, there's one that is, I think, on Reddit, just looks like kind of a baby-faced man, and um, one website I had had a picture – I don't know. I mean, it said it was a picture of her and her manservant, and um, I think she looked pretty masculine in that picture. I'll see if I can – send you the link to that. Okay, here it is. Uh, I suppose I should cite my sources too while I'm getting back to my page. Okay, there we go. Uh, Wikipedia, of course. Uh, thewildgeese.com, which is the one I'm about to send you. And something called Wiki WikiTree, Oz Wisdom and Lessons, and then a little bit from like the History Channel or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that link I just dropped. If you scroll down a little bit, you'll see The picture I'm referring to. Oh
0: yeah, there's the cute dog as well.
1: Yep. But I mean, like, looks looks like a a dude. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she's wearing a prosthetic. Maybe (laughs) a prosthetic nose. That's what Uh, I mean, folks. Oh, I thought you meant dick. (laughs) No, (laughs) I meant nose. (laughs) Because the picture at the top of that page is a painting, but doesn't look similar.
0: crazy what a mad story yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: who would have known well no one no one apparently. until the
1: lady was like oh she ain't got no willy she ain't got no willy <laughs> she must be a girl yep crazy so, that's our woman of glory story woman of glory story yeah. wow <laughs> what a glorious story yep Wow, that is crazy. Do you Mm -hmm. want to play a game? Do you want to play a game? Yeah. I'm always down for a game. I thought it would be fun to go back to the neutral song lyric game. I'm so bad at this. I I picked ones that I think should be easier for you. Okay, good. (laughs) But uh, I had a good time last time I did this, and so I wrote these back on December 17th. (laughs) Did you?
0: Wow. Yes. Okay, I'm excited.
1: Okay. So, number one. <clears throat> mm. Mm. The love that we had was strong. Don't leave me hanging here forever. Oh, baby. Oh, baby.
0: Oh, God, I recognize it.
1: love mm. oh, that you strong. Chips is sticking his very scary paws under the door at me. Is he? <laughs> yeah, it's <that's> actually <laughs> a little terrifying. <laughs> he really knows the answer to this one and wants to play. <laughs> Don't let me in, bitch. You want me to um, repeat anything?
0: Yeah, do it again.
1: The love that we had was strong. The love Don't we leave.
0: Strong. Uh, but I'm sure that's probably in loads of songs. Actually,
1: might be. Not saying this band was super original. <laughs> Don't leave me hanging here forever, oh baby, oh baby.
0: I don't know, you got any more?
1: Any more of that particular line? Yeah, that song. song. Yeah, hold on a sec. Okay. The next line after, oh baby, oh baby, this is not right, let's stop this tonight. I don't know. Quit playing games with my heart. Uh,
0: Fuck! Should (laughs) have got that one.
1: (laughs) So I think it the the actual song sounds like this that part, anyways.
0: Was so strong. Forever.
1: Oh, baby, baby.
0: Yep. I know it.
1: <laughs> all right, good. So you knew that one. I just
0: fooled you. I'm so rubbish at this. I find it really embarrassing, quite frankly.
1: No, I think I am able to say the lyrics in such a way that it removes all sense of rhythm, mm-hmm. melody. <laughs> I need the melody, yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, next one. Okay. You don't need nobody else. No. Why you never alone? Why you always touch and road? <laughs> Why you always touch and road, man?
0: Yeah. So you don't you don't need nobody else, no? Why mm-hmm. you always touch and road? Yep. Uh, can you give me like a clue? Is it a solo artist or a yes. band?
1: Yes. Solo artist.
0: Okay. Uh, genre? <laughs>
1: Uh, I, I'm loathe to describe <laughs> this artist because I think people have pretty strong uh, perspectives about it. Ooh, so okay. I will just say, um, R and B.
0: Do it again for me.
1: You don't need. Nobody else, no. Why you never alone? Why you always touch and road?
0: I've got no idea. Why you never alone? Why you
1: touch and you I never, never would have got that. Girl, you Do you know what song it is? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> no <Nobody> one <laughs> else.
1: <laughs> okay. I knew that one was a little bit risky, but it was such a popular song that I thought maybe. Yeah. All right. This next one. I have faith. I don't. In your face. Open your mouth. Give you a taste. Ah. Holla.
0: Open your mouth. Give you a taste. Missy Elliott. Song? Get your freak on. Good job. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) <laughs> okay this next one too i have faith okay god
0: ah.
1: ashtray flip gate time to spark it gucci collar for dollar oh. got out and walked it i spit game because baby i can't talk it
0: oh. i know it, but i don't know it
1: Gucci collar for a dollar got out and walked it. Just <laughs> do <didn't know> it. <laughs> It's getting hot and hot. Oh. God. I thought that one was risky because even trying to say Gucci collar for a dollar got out and walked it neutrally is <laughs> <there's> <laughs> it's like quite a, difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got two more. Okay. I'm not sure about this one. Mm-hmm. Just so you know. So if you don't get I'm it. I'm not sure I... about any of them. So <laughs> I... <laughs> At least you got Missy. Um, <laughs> all right. Already going hell. Just pumping that gas. No one on the corner but swagger like us. Hit me on my burner. Prepaid wireless.
0: Oh. Take him for me.
1: Already going hell. Just pumping that gas. No one on the corner but swagger like us hit me on my burner prepaid wireless.
0: Oh uh, fuck. I don't know. I recognize it, but I can't tell you who it is. You ready? Yeah. Ah yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a swagger like us. I was like, I know that. (laughs) She also says it kind of like swagger like us. More like gas. Yeah, so when I say us, that probably removed it a little Mm. bit. Okay. This last one. It's so hard, this game, man. Yeah, it is. Because I honestly don't think I would have gotten any of these. (laughs) At all. Thanks. Okay. Or are you comfortable with the pain? You've got no one to blame for your unhappiness. You've got yourself into your own mess.
0: It could be any song.
1: It in could the be. World. But <laughs>
0: it's just one. It's, it's a particular one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: can you give me any more?
1: Yeah, I will. Hold on, I gotta go find the lyrics again, though. Don't ever let anyone step all over you just open your heart and mind in your mind is it really fair to feel this way inside i did not help (laughs) (laughs) Um. hold on you know that song, right? I know that song, yeah. <laughs> okay. But to be fair, I only really know it from
0: Bridesmaids.
1: Yeah, same. But I mean, I feel like I've heard it a thousand times since that movie came out. But yeah, now same. I know it. <laughs> but that, like, I think I know the the chorus. So yeah. that's why I don't think I would have gotten that one either. Okay, <laughs> okay one for s- one, two, three, four, six. One out of six. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> that is an F. But we Fs are fine. F stands for fine. At least it wasn't zero. So. Nope. nope. Alright, well that was fun. Thanks for indulging good. me. Yeah, thank you for planning that for me. You're going to cut this out, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You and Alan are going to do your own version of this where you get them all right and yeah. Alan's going to have to put on a female American accent. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even notice. I bet he'd nail it. No, he would <laughs> no, be exactly the same.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm gonna do you one. Yeah, hard one. Last time I gave you loads of songs that you knew. Well, really that's well. I think
1: the challenge with asking Nigel yeah. <laughs> what songs, and then he gives you literally all the songs I've been listening to probably that week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stay away from Paramore. Probably we'll get those. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. I'm
0: gonna fuck you up with
1: that next time. I find like the oldies. You know, that's why I picked missy and hot and hot and her because it's like even if you don't actively listen to those songs you probably have heard them because of the amount of times they've played in your life right so
0: yeah and also i find that songs from our teens i remember every fucking single word too
1: exactly i yeah. can't
0: remember anything these days i couldn't you know it's really difficult to learn a song despite the fact that i am a singer yeah. I'm in a band <laughs> but you know Spice Girls and anything in that era, mm-hmm. I know every single word to, and I'll never forget it till the day I die.
1: Well, and I think you gave me a Spice Girls song, and I unfortunately couldn't get that one because it's oh, like, wow. yeah, even if I did know, and I did know that one, it probably it's not the one that I know the best, but I I know all their songs. It's just really hard when I'm just like, as bland as possible. <laughs> I'm giving no
0: inflection. Yo.
1: I tell you what I want, what, what I, really, I really, really want, really want. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
0: yeah, so here's a story can... from A to Z. A
1: to Z. Come get with get... me. You got to. It's so hard carefully. not to actually it is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't
0: do it without the rhythm. It's really hard. hard.
1: Storybook time, children. Here is a story from A to Z. Why do they say Z? Because it has to rhyme. <laughs>
0: When you guys say Zed um, I think we say Z in the song. Is no, that's Zed? what I mean. They say Z,
1: even though you guys call it Zed, but I guess uh, it's here oh, right, from it's A to Zed. It. You wanna get with me, you better listen careful Ed <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Just rapping. It's got a rhyme, man. Yeah. Yep, always. Well, whoa. Well, with that, no am I the asshole today because I couldn't find one. <laughs> Simple that.
0: <laughs> I'm like,
1: fuck our listeners. <laughs> no, just kidding, I love you all so much.
0: Thank you for listening. Thank we you. We do genuinely appreciate it. And um keep telling like your friends and family and stuff, spreading the word and give us a like and a follow because it helps other people find us who you may not know. Mm-hmm. You can also send in any stories, questions, queries, problems that you have to talk shit to us at gmail.com or send us a message or give us a follow on social meets at tsyb pod
1: that's us that is us let me know how much better you did than gemma on neutral song lyric game yeah probably <laughs> we're keeping in- score over here
0: all
1: right well big love to you
0: big love to you Happy Valentine's
1: Day. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you get the most offensive card. Thank
0: you. I appreciate that. And um, I hope that Sean gets you a really romantic present and evening and
1: (laughs) you completely forget. (laughs) And I feel like shit about it. Yep. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) All right. I'll see you next time. All right. See you next time, Gail
0: bye 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 Take
1: bye. Care bye ta-ra ta peace be with you god bless <laughs> gbag remember when i was telling you the other day about how it's hard for me to leave my home because i don't want to leave my blender
0: Yeah, your Emotional Support Blender you called it, which I thought was weird and maybe a little problematic.
1: I said it feels like my Emotional Support Blender because of how many smoothies I make and how good I feel these days because of them.
0: Okay, go
1: on. Well, I found something the other day that may solve my problem.
0: Oh, tell me more.
1: I discovered this thing called BlendJet 2. It's a portable blender that you can use basically anywhere or anytime.
0: Seems messy.
1: I know, but it doesn't look like it is. Blendjet 2 is portable, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach.
0: More like a margarita at work, know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> or that. But it's also small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house and at last 15-plus blends, and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, BlendJet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap, and you're good to go. So, not messy at all, I don't think.
0: Okay, I'm intrigued. And now I want a margarita.
1: Me too. It looks like there's tons of different styles and colors, so you can have a margarita BlendJet for work, a protein BlendJet for the car, and a... Soup BlendJet for the forest? sure
0: i want the camo one because i am a certified badass (laughs) just don't lose it in the woods okay so what are we waiting for these look awesome
1: i know what are you waiting for go to blendjet.com and grab yours today and be sure to use the promo code tspod12 to get 12 percent off your order and free two-day shipping blendjet feels so strongly that no other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality power and innovation of the blendjet 2. They'll guarantee you love it or your money back. Gotta love the confidence and the ability to
0: blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. Go to Blendjet.com and use the code TSPOD12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day
1: shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. I'll cheers you with our Blendjet margaritas next time I see you. Brilliant. Cheers.